Hi, it's Jesse, and this is a shout out to everyone who jumped on JoeFresh.com to get my limited edition matching family collection. It's been selling so fast. The baby romper, the kid set, and the dress are my obsessions for the summer. I am loving seeing them on your kids, and they're so affordable. The toddler dress is $16. That's why I bought 10 and smuggled them back into the U.S. illegally for my friend's kids. I shouldn't have said that on a recorded medium. Anyway, the Jesse Collection is out now in select stores and at JoeFresh.com. Get it before it's gone. Or before I'm gone. To jail. This week on Phone a Friend. It's our epic season finale and we're going out with a banger. A holiday banger, that is. The Royal Christmas card will make you feel unfestive. Kids Bop gets R-rated. Dakota Johnson is sleeping. And I leaked my phone number on the internet so all of you could call me live. Can I ask you one question? It's been bothering me this whole time. Near engagements, surprise performances, and pregnancy announcements. This episode has it all, and it starts now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Girl, let's phone a friend. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Phone a Friend. I'm Jesse Crookshank, and this is it. It is our season finale. With me, as always, is my hot wiggle. Jason, my producer. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. You would actually look great in a purple skivvy. I don't know. Oh, no, I do. I went as Spider-Man one year for Halloween in like a full body spandex and it was a nightmare. <laughs> never again. <laughs> I I just will never forget the Halloween you went as Miranda Sings. R.I.P. Oh, yeah. Since canceled. <laughs> Miranda Sings. That was some of your finest Halloween work. Uh, yeah, that was Jay, a good one. Can you believe we have reached the end of season one of Phone a Friend? Yeah. It's been so fun. 
The most fun. The most, I mean, like, I don't even have a DJ Airhorn sound effect big enough, loud enough, more clubby enough to celebrate this season. It's been the best. And don't worry, we're going to be back literally in like a matter of weeks. At the end of the show, I'll tell you what's coming up in the Phone a Friend universe. I'll also be debuting Phone a Friend's first single. I'm going to describe it as like a holiday sex jam called It's Been a Year. You have that to look forward to. Jason, you haven't heard it yet. I haven't heard it yet. Mm-mm. I'm so excited. Co-written by me, performed by our own personal boy band, a.k.a. Jay Malinowski. We're dropping that at the end of the episode just to send you off into the holidays in like in the zone, you know, in the spirit. I also just want to say thank you to everyone who got tickets to come see my stand-up taping in March in Toronto. I can't even believe it. Jason, we're like selling out so fast. That's so uh, exciting. I know. I, 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 And I said this last week, like I didn't think anyone would come. People are coming. Uh, there are a few tickets left for the six o'clock show. There are less tickets left for the nine o'clock show. So make sure you grab them, get them before the holidays because I think they're going to be gone by the time, you know, Christmas is over. So get them now before they're gone. And I cannot wait to spend that very special night with all of you in March. Uh, the link to get tickets is in the description of this episode. And yeah, I'll see you March 9th. Okay, seeing as this is our last show of the year, I would like to take a moment of gratitude, Jason, to thank 2023 for being such a fruitful year in pop culture. And who would have thought, like, when I decided to launch a pop culture podcast, I didn't know it would be during one of the greatest pop culture years in pop culture history. Would you agree? Yeah, it's been a good one. Uh, especially when you sit back and think about all of it. I, I can't even believe it all happened this year. Yeah. So I would like to take a moment to reflect back on what happened in 2023 alone. Cue reflexive holiday music. This is 2023, Jesse's version. Prince Harry released Spare and made us all visualize his pasty frostbitten penis. Rihanna made a pregnancy announcement suspended 60 feet in the air at the Super Bowl. Gwyneth Paltrow blessed us all with her ski accident trial. The $60,000 outfits worn to her ski accident trial. And the forever iconic, I wish you well. Scandaval happened, and suddenly we cared about Vanderpump rules. The Wiggles made us all feel a wiggle in our loins with the purple wiggle who I was honored to make uncomfortable on this podcast. Selling Sunset Season 6 and 7 premiered, and Phone a Friend became the unofficial after show. It was a hot divorce summer for half of Hollywood and the Prime Minister. Barbenheimer happened, and Jason and I still haven't seen Oppenheimer. NSYNC reunited at the VMAs, and I'm still waiting for a tour announcement. Justin Bieber wore Crocs and a hoodie everywhere. Britney released her memoir, Fauches, Fauches. Kesha got dumped but remains an icon. Leonardo DiCaprio had a yacht boy summer. Lauren Sanchez and Jeff Bezos were horny and engaged. Paris Hilton had several babies all at once. Writers went on strike. Actors went on strike. TikTok taught us how to silent walk, Scandinavian sleep, and dance with our hands down. I made Evan angry about Travis Kelsey. JTT resurfaced and I would still give it all up for him. Beyonce's Renaissance tour was more cathartic than all three of my children's births. Taylor Swift's era's tour broke all the records. Trailer Swelsey made us believe in love again. And Enrique Iglesias made us wish for auto-tune again. And there you have it, 2023, Jesse's version. Those are the only things that happened in 2023. (laughs) 
Did I miss anything? I think you got it all. Like, I can't believe that all happened. Like, like the Spare book was this year. That's wild. Spare and Britney's memoir? Yeah. I mean, has there ever been literature before 2023? I feel like was... I don't think did so. Did Ozempic get big in 2023? That was a big thing. Oh, I forgot Ozempic. God <laughs> damn it. I forgot. Should we do the whole thing again? Or no, we're good. Ozempic. And I believe just this week, Oprah admitted to using Ozempic. Oh, so like... Ew. Well, oh. a weight loss drug. Okay. So if Oprah is admitting to Ozempic, like Big O is on Big O, then I think we should all just pop one, please. You did not just say Big O is on Big O. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling feisty, Jason. It's the season That's finale. The I have nothing to lose. <laughs> it's like if if Oprah still had her show in 2023, one of her favorite things would absolutely be Ozempic. Oh, no. <laughs> and I would scream in that audience. Give me a car. Get me on that. Oh, oh, the Barney makeover was 2023 mm-hmm. as well. Speaking of people on Ozempic. Yeah, that outrage. Oh, so much outrage. Jason, what would you say for you was like the peak pop culture moment of 2023? The defining moment for Jason, my producer. I think the one I'll look back on and remember the most, you said it was the Gwyneth ski trial that just sort of took oh. over my life for two weeks. I watched the trials like live on YouTube. The, the but weren't you like on a trip or something? You oh, were yeah. on vacation. I, I was like, I had a long weekend in New York. I remember, and I like instead of sightseeing, I sat in the hotel room and watched testimonies yes. live. Yes, I was addicted. I was hooked. Yes, you were sending me all of the updates, all of the highlights. I was watching it via yeah. you, and and it's really provided us with one of our favorite uh, jingles on Phone a Friend, which of course is "I Wish You Well." Hit it, Jay. I wish you well. Oh, 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 oh. I wish you well, baby. It was such a jam, such a jam. I actually think that in my head when I'm like, you know, some like mom at the preschool is like, mm, Romy's got a pretty runny nose today. In my head, I'm like, yep, have a great day. I wish you well. <laughs> it's like a passive aggressive song that I sing in my head to people who, you know, bother me. So thank you for that. For me, I think I thought long and hard about this. The definitive moment of 2023 was Taylor and Travis kissing after her show in Argentina. Mm, you loved that. I loved it, but this is why. It's because, well, first of all, it's undeniable. This was the year of Taylor Swift. I time. see you, Time Magazine. Yeah, <laughs> we concur. We concur. It goes like Time Magazine phone a friend in terms of, you know, journalism rankings. So we concur. And then that kiss really not only confirmed for any of the remaining doubters, such as my husband, that they were actually dating slash in love, but it also just like felt like a light during a very dark time on earth. And plus it was like monoculture kissing monoculture, like football and Taylor Swift making out just felt like something everyone could get behind. And we needed that at that time of the year. Does that make sense? It's not my thing, but I totally get it. Uh, Just a heterosexual makeout (laughs) is not for you. I just didn't get why everyone was so the world shut down over that kiss moment, but... No. 
But hey, there is a Padam Padam segment coming up in this episode that Jason has produced. So (laughs) he's bringing you the things that he cares about most as well. Don't worry. I know. And I had to fight with you to get every single mention of Travis and Taylor on this podcast. And I will continue to do so because Travis Swelsey really were the heart and soul of 2023. I think at the end of the day, we can all agree on that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Perfect. (laughs) Listen, for all the divorces, at least we got one love story out of it, you know? Give me that. Thank you. Jace, for the last time this year, should we get to it? Should we break down the hottest headlines in pop culture according to me? It's been a week. It's been a week. Yeah. By the way, somebody sent me a video of their kids singing the It's Been a Week jingle, like their four-year-old walking around the kitchen going, it's been a week. Yeah, and I thought like, oh my God, you know you've made it. When? Mm. I love any parent who's playing this podcast openly in front of their small child. Yeah. It's a risk. You're living (laughs) on the edge. Because at any moment, I could just launch into a calling all thirsty moms about a 90s star and your child could be traumatized forever. I appreciate the trust, phonies. The royal family want to wish you a very unfestive holiday season with the unveiling of their new monochromatic Christmas card. So if you somehow got left off their list this year and won't be receiving it in the mail, allow me to describe it. William and Kate and their three kids are gathered together on a, um, I'm going to call it a sponge-painted fabric that's giving JCPenney photo studio circa 1996. Mm. <laughs> They're all wearing white collared shirts and jeans as if they said, let's dress up as regulars. Fun. It's black and white. And I'm not mad at it. I'm not. Are you, Jason? Uh... I, it could, I mean, they look good. It could just be more festive, in my opinion, for a holiday card. Oh, could be more festive. Could be more festive. Okay, Jason, you and the internet agree. Yeah. And this is the thing with this card. Remember when we talked about outrage addiction? Yeah. Even during the hap happiest season of all, people have found a reason to be furious about this Christmas card. I'm going to read just a few uh, reactions on the internet. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Dull and gloomy. Talk about a lack of festive cheer. That was actually Jason. (laughs) (laughs) Next. You should check the dictionary or Google what Christmas card means. Where are the trees and the lights? (laughs) Last one. Disappointing. Mass-produced clothing and a photo with a drop cloth as a background is in no way inspirational. This could have been an opportunity to exemplify the appreciation for the heritage of old things. Instead, this photo exemplifies the royals' fading relevance and therefore need to camouflage into the masses. Oh. I mean... That's so heady. So heady for a damn black and white (laughs) photo. Please, like you said, Jason, everyone is smiling. Everyone looks good. They got it out in time for Christmas. What else do you want? Yeah. If they were to have posed in royal robes and crowns, you would have said it was too pretentious. If they had a Christmas tree in the background, you would have said it was too Christian. Like, if anything... This is sort of just boring. It's been done before. You know, it's giving Kardashian Christmas cards circa 2018. Yeah. It's safe. It's safe. They could have found like a a curtain in like the palace to stand in front of. I don't know. It just could have used a little bit 
more, but I get, I get the theme. It's fine. The funny thing is if you imagine that drop cloth being pulled down, it's probably like been set up in the midst of the most ornate, gorgeous, historic room. Right, exactly. (laughs) That they just like came in and covered with a sponge-painted drop cloth. The other thing that people are angry at is they are accusing the court of having multiple Photoshop fails. You saw this, right? Like... Prince Louis is apparently missing a finger and has a woman's legs. Like, <laughs> honey, it is one thing for Khloe Kardashian to accidentally facetune her fingers away, but this is a professional photographer who got the opportunity to photograph the royals for their Christmas card. He's not accidentally photoshopping out a finger. Like, that doesn't happen. I think the finger is just like Prince Louis. The finger is just kind of fucked up. You know what I mean? On the hand. Yeah. It's like his fingers are just separated weird. They didn't, they didn't right. cut one out. They didn't cut one out. They're just, guys, the fingers have not been photoshopped. They're just fucked up. <laughs> when I saw the headlines like Christmas card, royal Christmas card Photoshop, I was like, oh, please. I have never sent out a Christmas card with a family photo that has not been photoshopped. It's impossible for me to take a good family photo without at least one head swap in there, okay? I mean, Jason, you've received all of my past Christmas cards. Take a closer look. If you hadn't thrown them in the trash, you could have pulled them out right now. (laughs) I keep all of them, actually. You do not. Yes, I keep every, like, card. This is an absolute lie. Where do you keep your Christmas cards? drawers, like, you know, in your kitchen, you just have that drawer that you put everything in, like most of them are in there. The junk drawer, the chaos corner. I just feel bad throwing them out. I know, but this brings us to a great topic of conversation because I am feeling a little bit sensitive because this is the first year I have not sent out a family Christmas card in a long time. Like every year I managed to pull together something. This year I just couldn't pull it off and that's okay. Jillian Harris last week made me like let it go. I was like, it's fine. And so to anyone else who may not have gotten it together on time to send out a family card, it's okay. Just, it is what it is. Because I also wonder like, are family Christmas cards necessary or are they just clutter that we eventually all have to like throw out on January 1st? Do you like receiving them? Yeah, I love receiving them. Okay. It's like, oh, you thought of me. And then I just feel bad like throwing out a picture of like your children's face, you know? So I I keep them. I know. I get that. I understand. Here's my question, part two. Does a family Christmas card have to include festive cheer? Or like, can Kim and Kanye sit in gray sweats on their staircase, say happy holidays in italics, and call it a Christmas card? I think it just depends who you are. Like a Kim and Kanye, they're kind of like, well, they were like cool. Like it was kind Mm. of their thing. Mm. Um, I prefer like a festive moment, clearly. From the Royals. So when you're getting your card from the Royals, you prefer a festive moment. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fair. Well, to everyone who will not be receiving a Christmas card from me this year, hear me when I say this. My family is gorgeous and thriving, and we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We just didn't have our shit together to put it in writing. What's next? What's next? Stop everything. The trailer for the new season of Vanderpump Rules dropped. I first saw it in Jason's Instagram stories, where it belongs. And it is explosive. In the two-minute trailer, we learn the following. Tom Sandoval has changed his signature accessories from mustache and white nail polish to plastic beaded necklace. Divorced couple Katie and Tom Schwartz are both making out with the same girl. 
Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval's friendship might be over. Ariana's new boyfriend is hot and has a very aggressive haircut. Jax is back and yelling at Lisa. Former guest of this podcast, Sheena Shea, made out with Tom Schwartz while he was married to Katie. Drinks are thrown at parties. Fights are had on yachts. Estranged couple Ariana and Tom are still living together in the same house. And Ariana's post-cheating scandal fame finally gets to Lala, who says this at the end of the trailer. I have never experienced someone who gets cheated on and suddenly she becomes God. She yells, I have never experienced anyone who gets cheated on and suddenly she becomes God. Big. Big statement. Big. Big statement. And let me just say, of everything that I witnessed in this trailer, I was so glad she said that. Because I didn't want to be the one to call out the fact that this woman was cheated on because, yes, that is horrific and nobody deserves that and, like, she's an icon and a hero. But, like, does she deserve all of the opportunities she got because of it? Is that a terrible thing to say? Interesting. I mean, does she deserve it? I don't know, like, how to answer that. But she definitely, like, she was, like, the hot topic, kind of, like, you know— you knew that if you had her on your show or she represented your brand, it would get a lot of eyes. Right. And she took it and she ran with it and she made millions off of it. This woman got cheated on and then, I mean, said yes to everything, including SpawnCon with Bloomingdale's, Bic Razors, Balesia Sex Toys, Uber, Lay's Chips, Joy Burst Seltzer Water. She launched a line of merch, embarked on a live tour, recently appeared on Dancing with the Stars, and next month, Jason... She will be making her Broadway debut as Roxy Hart in Chicago. That's crazy. Like, it's one thing to do some Spawn Con for Lays. It's another thing to literally get Renee Zellweger's Oscar-winning role on Broadway. I understand that the girls are jealous. I'm jealous. I that is the plot point that I am excited to see how that how it plays out on the show. And Jace, are you going to be? You're obviously going to be watching this season. Oh yeah. What are you most excited about? Having seen the trailer, I'm very interested to see how everybody kind of like tries to welcome Tom back. He's obviously integrated back into the group after they right. all kind of hated him and Mm -hmm. but he's like you see him kind of be like chummy chummy with some people and he's like at the beach with them like i'm fascinated by that and by them living together i mean can you even imagine yeah it's weird i don't understand but amazing tv i know uh um we should also mention we've neglected to mention that you had a vanderpump sighting of your own jay oh yeah please at the abbey tom sandoval was there like two weeks ago Back at the scene of the crime. Yeah, like two weeks ago. Back at the scene of the crime. I Please it. refresh our memories. This is where he was first spotted with, with Raquel, Raquel, right? Yeah. And the yeah. Abbey is like a big, a super fun gay bar in West Hollywood. And he was back. Yeah. What was and he like, doing? He was just kind of standing there. There's not like a dramatic story or anything like that. He was just like, I saw him from like across the room. And he was just standing there with a friend. Chatting. A female friend? Male friend? A guy. A guy. Was anyone, like, approaching him, taking pictures with him? No, not really. Like, you could tell people were, like, kind of, like, pointing or whispering, but, like, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. 
Wow. 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 The the Abbey is his safe space. Mm-hmm. And he'll just keep returning there. Um, Jason, before we move on, I did get you a Christmas gift. Uh, it has been sent to your email. I would like you to open it live on this show, if you oh would. God. Just pop open, pop you over to, to your that. email. So oh, nice. please. Okay. Um, oh, my God. A gift <laughs> card to Schwartz and Sandy's. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Jason. Oh, that is... <laughs> please enjoy a night out at one of Los Angeles's finest establishments. Yes. I love this. Thank you. So You're Schwartz and so Sandy's. welcome. Bar. Your holiday gift is Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval's bar. It is a gift card for a night out there. I hope you take your man when he's in town. I hope you take anyone who really whose time and you value, um, because it is truly a historic establishment in the city of Los Angeles. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Thank Happy you. holidays. <laughs> well, I'm bringing you. We're going together. Oh my god, I've never been. <gasps> Okay, we're going together to Schwartz and Sandy's to celebrate an incredible season of Phone a Friend mm-hmm. and a magical 2023. Happy holidays, Jason. Happy holidays. Thank you. Uh, I love you more than Ariana Maddox loves a bear midriff. <laughs> What's next? What's next? Okay, remember when we put Padam Padam on your gaydar this past year? I'm pretty sure we had a segment called What's on My Gaydar, did we not? We did. And Padam <laughs> Padam was definitely on it, as it has been on every millennial gay man's Spotify rap list this past year. Um, it's, of course, a sexy dance track by Kylie Minogue with racy lyrics like... Hot last summer. Thankfully, it's getting a second wind, but this time for kids. This week, Kids Bop released their own sanitized version of the song, and I have thoughts. Here's a snippet. Instead of, I know you want to take me home, take off all my clothes, it's, I know you want to say hello, your smile has a glow. So we've replaced the part about taking off our clothes, but we've kept all of the lyrics about singing and dancing in a club. I love how all the kids' bop songs are still, are like, we won't talk about nudity or sex, but we will talk about getting lit in this club (laughs) for all the six-year-olds listening. Listen, I'm not mad at that version. I want to live in a world where there are gay club bangers for kids, okay? That's my dream. Now, Kids Bop performed in LA last Friday, so this is very top of mind for me because half of my mom friends were going. They were all like, do you have a sequin bomber jacket I can borrow? I'm taking the kids to Kids Bop. So I went on a deep dive to find other songs Kids Bop have covered with sexy, raunchy lyrics. So first, they did a cover of Bruno Mars and Cardi B's Finesse in the original Cardi has empowering lyrics like, My big fat ass got all them boys hooked. My big fat ass got all them boys hooked. Huh? Here's Kids Bop's version. A big dance moves got all them kids hooked. Huh? The big dance moves got all them kids hooked. <laughs> it's just so funny to me. Okay, they also did a cover of I'm the One by DJ Khaled, Justin Bieber, Quavo, Chance the Rapper, and Lil Wayne. In the original, we get lyrics from Lil Wayne like... 
Bitch, you blow my heart. That's like turning gold to bronze. Roll my eyes. And when she on the molly, she a zombie. She think we Clyde and Bonnie, but it's more like Whitney Bobby. God forgive me. She think we Clyde and Bonnie, but it's more like Whitney Bobby. God forgive me. I mean, let me just ask you this, Jason. You're a producer. If you're a producer for Kids Bop, okay? These are children performing songs for children. Why would you be like, hey, you know that song where Lil Wayne raps about doing Molly and then about the abusive relationship between Whitney and Bobby? Let's turn that into a kid's song. And they did. Here's the kids' bop version. Yeah, you blow my mind. That's like turning gold to bronze on my eyes. And when she hears the song, she dances crazy. She thinks I'm like a party, but she's really more smarty. Please forgive me. She thinks I'm like a party, but she's really more a smarty. I mean, you, uh, the the way they take these filthy lyrics and turn them into positive <laughs> and uplifting affirmations is staggering. Kids Bob, you are doing God's work. What you're doing is you're allowing parents to play the music that they want to hear for their children in a way that's been sanitized for children. And we appreciate it. You know, I've always said I want my kids to learn about Whitney and Bobby from me, not Lil Wayne, you know? So thanks, kids, Bob. What's next? What's next? Okay, it would not feel right if our season finale didn't include something that was giving me night sweats. Good, what's giving me the night sweats? What's giving me night sweats? This week, Dakota Johnson told the Wall Street Journal that she's, quote, not functional if she gets less than 10 hours of sleep and can, quote, easily get 14 hours of sleep in one night. I'm just going to take a moment to let the seething rage and jealousy course through my body, my very tired body that averages six hours a night, seven if my kid doesn't crawl into bed with a, quote, sore leg. 14 hours of sleep a night. Jason, can you even imagine? I, yeah. It's, I mean, it sounds like a dream, but like, who has the time? Who has the time? When is the last time you slept for 14 hours? I can't, I don't even think I have. Like, I must have been sick or something. Right. Like, desperately ill. Yeah. yeah I mean, this is like, the only thing that I can take away from this story is that it is some no kids bullshit, okay? Right. Because I have not slept past 6 a.m. since 2017, but not Dakota. Dakota says, quote, I don't have a regular wake-up time. If I'm not working, I'll sleep as long as I can. Sleep is my number one priority in life. <sighs> she also said that if she's feeling stressed, she'll stop everything and take a bath. At any time of day, no matter where she is, what she's doing, if she feels stress, she will run a bath. She says she finds the water grounding. I'm sure she does. I just like, is this what people do with no children or, or real jobs? Just take baths at all hours of the day? When is the last time you took a bath, Jason? I don't even know if I like I ever have. <laughs> Taken a bath. bath? Yeah. What? You have never taken a bath? <gasps> this is revelatory. Jason, you need to take a bath. Just not at all times of the day. You know what I mean? Like if I were to take a bath whenever I felt stressed, I would just be in the water nonstop. I just live there. 
in the bathtub until my skin like wrinkled into itself. Wow. Well, uh, thank you, Dakota, for reminding us all to prioritize sleep and just know that I have been losing sleep thinking about all the sleep that you've been getting. And that's what's giving me night sweats. What's giving me night sweats? Okay, this week I wanted to celebrate season one of Phone a Friend by phoning the ultimate friend. You! My phonies, because really this show is nothing without you. I feel so lucky to have this community of elder millennials to be dumb and busy with. I feel really like so closely connected to all of you, to all the people who listen to this podcast. And so instead of talking at you, I wanted to talk with you. So let's phone a friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. I put a Zoom link on the internet this week and talked to whoever jumped on. It was basically like chat roulette. And I honestly, I didn't know what to expect. I was very nervous. I definitely didn't expect the things that I would learn and hear and be a part of, including near engagements, announcements, musical performances. Phonies, you did not disappoint. Enjoy. Okay, our first incoming call is from Caitlin. Hello. Hi, Caitlin. Hey. Hi. You were watching something. You you just turned it off. Hi. No, I was actually not my boyfriend, and he's watching the Maple Leafs. Okay, your boyfriend is watching the Maple Leafs. So where are you calling from, Caitlin? Uh, St. John, New Brunswick. Hello, St. John, New Brunswick. Thanks for calling. I love you. Like, I listen oh. to you all the time. Oh my God, I'm so honored. I love you for saying that and for calling. I love that you're, I just need to paint a picture. Okay, there's your boyfriend walking through the background. Hello. Also, you're like so cozy right now, lying, reclined, wrapped in a little blanket. It's I like, am so comfy. I'm right by the Christmas tree. Oh, and a Maple Leafs game on. I mean, I can't think of anything better. I'm not a Maple Leafs fan though, but. Oh, what are you, who are you a fan of? I'm a Boston fan. How did this happen? Uh, I didn't. We we didn't discuss the hockey. Okay, we, we started dating. <laughs> okay, that wasn't like one of the first questions. So now you're dating. Yeah. And you're just living with it. Yep, yeah, I'm pretty much just dealing with it. I love it. You know, he we love to me and make fun of him. <laughs> Perfect. How long have you been dating? Let me pry. Seven years. Oh, Caitlin. So, question: Do you have children together? No. Okay. So do you ever consider calling him anything other than your boyfriend? Because when you've been in <laughs> such a long-term relationship, like sometimes you got to pivot to partner or... That's, that's a question for him. Babe. <gasps> oh, no, no comment. Oh, my God. He just screamed no comment from the other room. <laughs> Wait, Caitlin, are you like, do you want a proposal? Do you want to be yes. more than... Yes. yes. Yes! He knows this too. I just sent him pictures of, of engagement rings the other day. Gotta be financially stable. Wait, you have to be financial. I'm sorry. What's your boyfriend's name? Jonathan. Jonathan. What did Jonathan say? He says something about being financially stable. Yeah. He wants to be financially stable, which like when he's 50. Yeah. Come on, Jonathan. You're not, <laughs> I'm not financially stable. No one is. Fi who's financially stable in this life? I know. I don't know who is. He keeps popping his head up, but he won't make an appearance. 
Listen, I know Caitlin. I know her very well. We've been talking for approximately five minutes and they've already picked up some of her accent. And let me tell you, Jonathan, Caitlin is not a woman who's asking for like a bazillion dollar diamond ring. She's a practical gal who wants a ring on her finger because she wants to commit to you beyond just calling you her boyfriend on a Zoom with me. I want to be like Beyonce. I don't want to be a single lady. I want to put a ring on it. Put a damn ring on it. (laughs) You put a ring on that damn finger, Jonathan. He's left the room, just so everybody knows. Oh, he's yeah, no he's in bed. He ignored me. He's gone. He's ignoring me. Um, do you have, I'm, first of all, thank you for letting me pry into your personal life. Do you have any questions for me before I let you go? And um, Not really. I just wanted to say I'm a big fan of you. I, I got to say, I listened to the end just for your sons. I'm like, <laughs> we're her sons. That's crazy. I'm like, yep, yep, every time. When they do the end credits? Do you want to hear, can I tell you a secret that I don't know if this is something I should reveal or not, but I feel like I should tell you because you've been very, you know, you, so you said you love to stick out, stick it out to the end to hear my It's so funny. Yeah. It's just one of them. Is it real? It's just real, but (laughs) Rio out of the kindness of his heart, God knows why gives credit to his brother. I said like he, like, like credits are by for some reason he says him and his brother and pretends like they're both there when it was really just him that's how you know you raised some good kids but i hope caitlin that you are get what you wish for which is to be married to jonathan the toronto maple leafs fan um in the near future please text me and let me know if it happens happy to officiate the wedding since i was part of the um engagement process so mm, keep me in your heart and he's ignoring me right now Yeah, of course he is. All right. Well, (laughs) bye, John. Good luck with the proposal. Oh, appreciate you. Yeah, anytime. (laughs) Anytime, John. Oh, thank you, Caitlin, for calling. Bye. Bye. Whew, okay, that was fun. Unexpected and fun. And now I'm just hoping Caitlin gets an engagement ring for Christmas. What do we have next? Oh, it's Katie. Okay, Katie, hello? Yeah, Katie! Hi! Oh my gosh, this is awesome. Hi, Jesse. How are you? I'm good. Oh, good. Thanks for calling. Thanks for having this. This is awesome. It's so fun for me. Are you kidding me? Where are you calling from? So I'm in Newcastle. Um, I just moved here a little while ago from Toronto. Oh, Yes. What 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 made you move to Newcastle from Toronto, as she pronounced it, Toronto? <laughs> I am Katie from Toronto, who you featured on your one of your episodes and her recording. Stop it! Did I also make fun of you for saying Toronto? Yes, on- absolutely. Ah! No one says it Toronto. <laughs> but now she's Katie from Newcastle. Yeah. What so brought I moved, you out there? Um, had a hot divorce summer and uh, moved to a quieter town from big city and I love it here. Congratulations. Congratulations on your hot divorce summer and on moving somewhere and moving to a new chapter that I'm going to assume is going to make you happier. It is. That's uh, not a bad thing. (laughs) Fantastic. Also, Katie, divorces were so hot this year. So you really are trending. You know what I mean? I am on trend. It's Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. kind Mm -hmm. of a theme. You would have it no other way. Yeah, I do have a question for you, though. Please. So when I started listening to your podcast, I was so excited that Jay Malinowski was doing your music. Yeah. I love Bedouin Soundclash. I oh love his solo album. 
I still listen to CDs in my car and I play his solo album all the time. Ah, I love that so much because I too love his solo album. Oh my God. Okay, yes. So I had assumed that at some point we would get a phone a friend with Jay and I'm wondering if that's in the cards. Well, I'm so glad you asked, Katie. I, too, would like a phone a friend with Jay. This episode, our season finale, Jay is blessing us all with a custom Christmas tune, which you will be hearing shortly, So, which him and I co-wrote. He happened to be in L.A., and so he came over, and um, we—it was my first songwriting experience, if we can call it songwriting, and I was like, I I I mean, uh, please, he— I felt like Taylor Swift for like 45 minutes. Uh, He was like playing the music and I was like rhyming words with him and, you know, all to create a Christmas banger for you. But no, Jay should be on the show because Jay has an amazing story and he's like an amazing Canadian musician and one of the most talented people I know. So yes, consider this a request, Jay, if you're listening and I know his wife listens to every episode. So um, please tell Jay that the phonies are demanding. Katie from Toronto... Formerly yeah. from Toronto yeah. is demanding. Uh, Absolutely. By Jay. I am here for it. And by the way, like how lucky are we to have Jay doing these little interludes and in music for the show? It's like yeah. the greatest. This is like a truly iconic Canadian collaboration. Like what more could we ask for? I mean, please. <laughs> I feel the same way. He's he's the best. And Jay and I have been friends for since college. He dated my best friend from high school and college no way okay Uh this is why we need him on the show jesse i know to tell this whole story so like basically he was like in a band at queen's university and started beto and soundclash he was dating my best friend we my best friend and i moved in together in toronto 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 Uh, uh, I got the job at MTV right as Jay was kind of like blowing up music wise. And so Jay would come over and stay with us in Toronto. And he was like our third roommate. And him and I were both sort of like navigating this weird world of being like 20 and in Toronto. And like, it was crazy. And so uh, we've been through a lot together. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is a great episode. You have to have him on. Okay. We'll have have Jay on, Katie. I love that you requested this. And um, yes, he needs to get more love because he does amazing. He does amazing work on this podcast. Katie from Toronto, this is such a joy. Thank you for calling. I'm so happy we got to talk face to face as opposed to just hearing your voicemail. Gosh, good luck with everything. I know it's like going to be an incredible year for you and I'm rooting for you and thank you for calling. Oh, well, thanks, Jesse. Have a good night. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay, our next caller is Matt, who I uh, am to believe is a a man, which is shocking and exciting. Hi, Matt. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm great. I saw you in London. I'm in London right now. Yes, you are. I got tickets for the Toronto show, so I'm pumped for that. (laughs) Oh my God, where is my... No. <laughs> yeah, you just got a DJ Airhorn sound effect, Matt. Oh my God. <laughs> Matt, you're in London, Ontario. Let's, I mean, uh, the phonies know that I'm not as chic as to have someone calling from London, England. You're from London, Ontario. <laughs> yeah. Are you single? Tell me about yourself. Uh, I'm single. I got a dog. She's 15 now. I had her since oh. she was a puppy. Oh, yeah. My her name's God. Angel. <laughs> Hi, Angel. Okay. Then, yeah, I moved to London to go to Fanshawe. So did that whole trip. And then still in London now. And did you graduate from Fanshawe? Yeah, yeah, I graduated. It was a two-year program for uh, computer website management type stuff. So, yeah, I graduated that. 
Hey. Yeah. Okay, and you're single looking to mingle, Matt? Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. There's the whole hassle right now. I'm 30 and it's that whole world is wild. <laughs> Tell me more about that whole world because I don't know what it's like. I have I've been in a relationship for like 16 years. <laughs> so what is it like out there, Matt, in London? Uh, well, it's a lot of swiping and not responses. and then also the ones you get are like okay well give it a shot though because you don't know what's gonna happen but uh yeah so far nothing great (laughs) but matt you're such a catch you've got great taste in you know live shows and you've got a degree and you're a computer person come on well it might be the computer person part (laughs) i don't know to me that's very valuable in a relationship to have someone who who knows how to work a computer and a website you know yeah Matt, do you have any questions for me? Honestly, you've probably answered it before, but I was wondering where the inspiration for your kids' names came from. Oh. Yeah. No, that's a great question. And I, I like wish that I had some, you know, deep answer for it because they actually had a project at school where they had to come in and talk about like the history of their names. And yeah. I had to sort of like make something up for both oh. of them because there's no <laughs> deep meaning behind their name. Uh, Rio, my husband is South American. His family is Chilean. So we loved like this beautiful Spanish name. You kind of get to play the like Latino card a little bit when your children are half Latino, which is nice for me. So Rio was just a beautiful name. And then when you have identical twins, you have to like find the other puzzle piece. You know what I mean? It can't be like Rio and Matt. No offense, Matt. (laughs) No worries. It doesn't fit. Thank you so much. You got to find the balance. Right. So then we had a whole, we had, Dre's name was Diego. It still is legally Diego, but then we always just called him Dre. And so I really don't know why his name is Dre. There's like actually no answer. It's the worst. But I was um, hoping it might be like a deep Dr. Dre like. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the documentary on Dr. Dre, the like Eminem Dr. Dre documentary was out while I was pregnant. So I'm not going to deny that that didn't like seep in somewhere in my brain. But when we told like in the hospital, we're sitting there in the NICU. My boys are like three and four pounds. My father comes in to meet his grandsons for the first time. Yeah. And he's holding them. And we said, dad, this baby's name is Rio. And my dad, my like dad from like Cambridge, Ontario was like, what now? Like, what is his name? (laughs) And then, right. Yes. And then we're like, and his name is Dre. And my dad says, quote, like beats by Dre. And we were like, well, I mean, and he goes, you got to be kidding me. Nah, you got to change that. So like moments into their being alive, my father was telling us to change their names. But um, yeah, the, no, that's, it's sort of stuck. No, I like it. I was just curious where it came from. And also hey. your dad, he knows Beats by Dre, so shout out to your dad. <laughs> hey, shout out to my dad, right? You know what? You're right, Matt. And shout out to these headphones. Okay, here's what I'm going to do, Matt, before I let you go. I'm sending a video to you, Okay. All right. This is, you can, you can use it or not use it. Can I ask you this? Are you a straight man? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> uh, ladies, hi. My name is Jesse Crookshank, and my friend Matt Vandendrishi, he's in, lives in London, Ontario. He is single. I just wanted to tell you a few things about him. He's has great taste in comedy. He's got a degree in, you know, computer website engineering. And um, I just think he's a great catch. So if you're swiping on on Matt, I could, I urge you to keep swiping and chatting and maybe meeting IRL. Okay, thanks. Bye. Sending that to you, Matt. DM me. I'll DM it to you, okay? 
That is an amazing thing. Yeah, I've DM'd you a few times, actually. All so. right. Yeah, you'll see. <laughs> okay, good. Matt, I loved meeting you. Thank you so much for calling. And thank you for coming to my show in London. And I can't wait to see you in Toronto. Now I'm going to be looking for you. Yeah, it's going to be great. Thank you so much for calling. And I'll see you in Toronto, March 9th. Yeah, for sure. It was great to talk to you. You too, yeah. Matt. Bye. Bye. <gasps> okay, now I'm into it. This is fun. I want to do this every week. Who's next? Okay, we have Michelle on the line. Michelle is on the line, everybody. Hello, Michelle. Hello. Ah! I started wrapping Christmas presents because I was like, oh, I'm just going to wait. Like, she's so popular. I'm never going to get in. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. No, uh, please. Here we are. Hi. Hi, how are you doing? I, I met you in London. So this isn't our first time meeting. Oh, my gosh. This is a re-meeting because maybe I'll be less embarrassing this time. <laughs> what did you do in London that was so embarrassing? I just feel like I was so nervous to meet you that I just like wouldn't stop rambling. <laughs> I just was like all night I kept being like, I need more wine because I feel like I was so embarrassing. No, stop. <laughs> it's just like, it's just nice to meet you again. Oh my God. It's so nice to meet you. That's where my question comes from. Oh yes. We're jumping right into it. Do you have any like really embarrassing stories of celebrities or not even like celebrities, but just like people that you've like like you're an inspiration to me. You're so amazing. And it's just like, have you ever met anyone like that and been like super awkward? Oh my gosh. Y yes. So. But like, <laughs> first of all, you're so kind. Thank you. I don't deserve any of this. Thank you. Um, second of all, yes, I am always awkward and uncomfortable with okay, we have that in common. <laughs> anybody. Like, I'm nervous to be on this Zoom call with you. Literally have butterflies to like Aww. this chat roulette. I don't know why. I love I, like, it. Yes. I was reflecting about, I think it was like around this time last year where I met, and I've removed the inspiring part of this question, but I okay. met <laughs> Niall Horan of One Direction at a Michael's the, the, Mar the Michaels. Okay. I think you talked about it. Oh, I sure did. But I'm literally, Michelle, at the Michaels picking up... <laughs> Christmas, like wrapping paper, and I see Niall Horan of international boy band One Direction alone at the Michaels. And I like really uh, felt like if you're going to stop a celebrity in the wild, like this is the place to do it. So I yeah. stopped him and I was so fucking awkward. I was like, are you, are you Niall Horan? He was like, yes. And I was like, I need a picture. I dropped all the wrapping paper, dropped my purse, couldn't get the camera on. He was like so kind and patient took the pictures with me but yeah I was a I was a hot okay. sweaty mess over uh, Niall Horan yeah I mean that's understandable it's yeah. one direction it's like the end sync of the new generation Absolutely. or Backstreet Boys I'm a Backstreet Boys girl so oh you are is that why we're is that why we connect yes ultimately? that is 100% why we connect okay here's a question Michelle do you have any kids I have a daughter and we're actually expecting a second. I'm just a week today, so I can officially announce it. Wait, is this an official announcement of a pregnancy? There we go. Yeah, this can podcast? be an official. Yeah, the phonies can find out first before I my am boss, my cousin, my mind. Yeah. Our first ever pregnancy announcement. Congratulations. Thank and, you. And yeah. Oh, possibly our last pregnancy announcement because there will never be one from me, phonies, just FYI. <laughs> so let's just rely on Michelle for this kind of excitement. Michelle, yes. this is thrilling. Yes. When is the baby due? 
end of June. Okay. That's a great okay. time, though, for a baby. Yes, Romy's a June he, baby. Yeah, yeah. And my daughter was an end of August baby, so I apparently like summer babies. So. Yes, but an end of August baby is tough because it gets so hot in your last trimester. You're <laughs> just, like, dripping from all crevices. <laughs> and then to throw the birthday party, like, my boys are August 23rd. To have their birthday party okay, every yeah. end of August, it's so hot. Yep. So like June is the perfect month for a baby because you have a, you don't get too hot in your pregnancy and then you don't have a a super hot birthday party. These are the things that Yeah. Fingers crossed. That's how it goes. So. Oh my God. And you don't know if it's a boy or a girl yet, do you? No. And I'm not going to find out this time. I I just wanted to be a surprise. So. Okay, great. You found out with your first? Yes, I did. My daughter, we found out. So. Okay. Yeah. So you're not going to like explode nope. a float plane in an ocean for a gender reveal? No, none of that. Okay. Oh, I don't want anyone to die or anything. Yeah. No, okay. Okay. Good. Oh, that's good. so kind of you. That's so yes, kind of you. Yeah. This is really thrilling. I hope you keep in touch and let me know all about yes. this baby. This is Thank the first you. ever phone a friend baby, just so you know. There we go. Now we, now they'll be part of the phonies. Absolutely. So, so yeah, consider the phony. name phony. It was unique, original. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. One, one, one. Congratulations. Bye, Jesse. That was thrilling. Oh my gosh. Our first ever phone a friend baby. <gasps> Ooh. Okay. Who's next? I'm like that meme where he's like rubbing his fingers together behind the tree. That's me right now, just salivating for our next caller. It is Stephanie. Okay. Hello. Stephanie, I'm so happy that you called. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm great. Where are you calling from? From Vancouver. My hometown as I live and breathe. (gasps) What do you do, Stephanie, in Vancouver? I work at uh, Providence Healthcare in long-term care. So I coordinate volunteers in the long-term care facility. Oh my gosh, that's a really important job. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I talk about celebrities into a microphone. <laughs> yeah, but your job's really important to me because I enjoy oh. this talk about celebrities. So, yeah. Always in Vancouver, I'm always looking that I never see celebrities. You don't? <laughs> no. Oh, you know who I used to see in Vancouver? So I used to be a camp counselor at Kitts Community Center Day Camp. This is back when two guys, a girl in a pizza place, not sure oh, if I'm yeah, getting that yeah, right, yeah, yeah. was on, okay, starring Ryan Reynolds. Yes, and in the yeah. summer, Ryan Reynolds used to work out at the Kids Community Center gym. And I was like <laughs> aware of him from that show. And so I would be doing my little day camp and he would always be at the gym. And I'd be like, come on, kids, play over here near the window <laughs> to, the, to, the, to the gym. <laughs> and I would just creepily watch Ryan Reynolds work out. Because even then, I knew he was destined for greatness, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He was always my big Vancouver sighting. One time, years and years ago, I saw yes. Jason Priestley Ooh, good at his restaurant on 4th. Ooh, good one. Yeah. He was, was sitting just like a couple of tables over. And this Love was Jason like Priestley. just after 90210. So it was like still peak. Oh, Wow. That's Jason Priestley. <laughs> and you just but, walked by, you didn't stop him. Oh, no, I didn't say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Nah. You That's know, we're we just let them be. I know. We let them be, everybody. We let them be. Um, well, Stephanie, I have loved talking to you. Thank you for calling. You uh, represented Vancouver so beautifully. And I hope that you get more celebrity sightings out there. Hopefully. Yeah. My eyes peeled. Happy okay. holidays. Okay. Bye. You too. Bye. Okay, up next, we have Selena. Hi, Selena, are you there? 
<gasps> Selena, oh my gosh. Hello, Selena. I was teaching at my school and I am now online with you. <laughs> Wait, let me paint a vivid mental picture, a visual picture. Selena is sitting casually at a keyboard or a piano of sorts, holding a violin or a viola. I don't want to discriminate. A violin. Just casually. It's like I've just like I'm interrupting some kind of orchestral rehearsal. Can you play something for me, please? Yes. Okay. I didn't think this was actually going to happen. It's happening. It's happening, baby. Wow. That was unreal. So wait, you were a music teacher? I play fiddle music and I teach it for a living. And that's what I was doing before I came on. Oh my gosh, Selena, (laughs) that is amazing. Wow. Can I tell you what happened this weekend? Yes. With my husband to play at Canadian Tire in the middle of Canadian Tire, and I posted it on my Instagram. It's Selena Fiddle, and you could see this old couple dancing to the Beatles. Uh, My husband is singing, and his dad popped in on the gig, and it's the cutest thing, and it's, it's on there in Canadian Tire. We're in the middle of Canadian Tire, and I had to stop playing and film this couple dancing. Selena Fiddle. Selena Fiddle, I'm finding you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was such a great- Oh my gosh. Okay, so first of all, your husband is straight up hot. Okay. I'm now looking at a video of Selena and her husband performing at the Canadian Tire. Your husband's so cute. He's singing, you're playing, and there's an adorable couple literally dancing to your music in the middle of the Canadian Tire. This is gonna make me emotional. <gasps> Where did you meet this hot man? The Greyhound bus. Your okay. life just keeps getting more and more glamorous. Go on. <laughs> so we met 10 years ago. It was Thanksgiving and I was going from Toronto back to London on the Greyhound bus. I saw him in line and I also thought he was really cute. Uh-huh. I decided if I could sit beside him and there was a free seat, I would. And I'd never done anything like that before. <gasps> and I did. <gasps> and I found out he was a musician. <gasps> and then... Oh my God. And then the next day we wanted to have a date and we couldn't anywhere because it was Thanksgiving. So we went to Tim Hortons. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Stop it. Joking. Your first date with the man that you would go on 10 years later to play uh, a gig at the Canadian Tire with your first date was at the Tim Hortons. Yes. After meeting on the Greyhound bus. Can we just all, everybody listening needs to take a note from Selena that you saw someone who was cute on a Greyhound bus and you were like, I'm just going to go for it and sit next to this person and your life was changed forever. I think we all need to like have those say yes to anything moments. Do you know what I mean? Like just go for it. I had nothing to lose. My sister had just gotten married like two weeks before in Vegas and I was feeling it. I was feeling great. And I Uh thought, this guy's hot. (laughs) I'm going to sit beside him. And I married him. We have two kids. I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old. 
Oh my God, that is amazing. Okay, well, I will let you get back to them. Congratulations on everything. You're doing so well. And I'm just so proud of you. And thanks for bringing us photos along with you. You're going to make me cry. Selena, thank you so much. I'm coming to your live show. I got tickets. Okay, well, I'll see you March 9th. I can't wait. <gasps> Bye, Selena. Thank you. Thanks, Bye. Oh my gosh. Wow. These phonies just keep getting more and more lovely and talented. Okay, we have an Ashley on deck. Let's get Ashley in here. Ashley? Hi. Hi, it's Jesse. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, good. Oh, Ashley. Hi. I've been watching you for years. Thanks for having me on. Oh my God, it's such a joy. How are you? Good, good. How are you? How are the kids? The kids are literally just, they're taking a shower in the next room. So if you hear like screaming or like hair pulling or that's what's happening. Yeah. Can I ask you one question? It's been bothering me this whole time. Oh my God. That's what I'm here to answer. Questions that have been bothering you the whole time. Yes. Does does one of your sons actually wear glasses or is it just like he wants to wear them? I'm so glad you asked me. How long has this been bothering you for, Ashley? Like about a year? Yeah. Something something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my son, Rio, um, wears fashion glasses. They are fake. They have no prescription. He decided at some point last year when he was five that I think he was like fed up with being mistaken for his identical twin brother, partly. And also just like very curious about accessories. And one day, because I'm like a fashion asshole, I have fashion glasses. So one day he was like, mom, what are those? And I was like, oh, they're just glasses that I wear. He's like, but you don't need glasses. I said, no, I wear them for fashion. And this just like sparked the idea in his mind that he could wear glasses even if he didn't need them. So he started wearing my fashion glasses. I love it. I think what happened, Ashley, is he got so much attention with people being like, you're so cute. Because he's wearing like a comedically large frame. Right, right. He decided this was, you know, going to be his thing. And so I wanted to support, like, you know, this cheese. I was like, well, he's just a young boy accessorizing. So I got him a few pairs his size, and now he has six different pairs that he has selected, and he, like, curates them every morning to go with his outfit. He's like, which frame goes with this cartoon dinosaur shirt? And then pairs it accordingly and makes his way to school. It's become a bit of an issue with his teacher, if I'm being honest. She's, like, really confused by it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. She's she does she's like so he doesn't need them he just they're just I'm like no they're for fashion she's like yeah okay okay yeah, yeah. I mean that's good that's good that he's coming into his own but I love it I love it I was always wondering I'm like does he actually need it because remember you were talking about it once yes he was all into it yeah then I just see him repeatedly wearing them I'm like hmm yeah. He's yeah. really committed to the damn bit. Like I, I it. thought it was just a phase and it would, right. you know, but no, this has been almost a year of wearing fake glasses, which let's all admit, like a six-year-old putting like disgusting fingerprinted like glass over his eyes every day right. is definitely going to cause him to have poor vision and he will <laughs> one day have to wear right. glasses as a exactly. result. Yeah. So that's on me. But no, I am I am letting him, I'm letting him because you know what? And I said this to his teacher. It's like, this is his one thing to sort of differentiate himself from his twin brother. Absolutely. So like, let's give it to him, you know? Let's rock on. Yeah, absolutely. Rock let him on. do it. 
Yeah. yeah. Ashley, thank really you for calling. It. Perfect. Thank you so much. It was good thank chatting you. with you. You too. You're very welcome. Thank you for doing this. Bye. Bye. Happy holidays. Such a joy. Happy holidays, Ashley. You too. Bye. Bye. <gasps> oh, love Ashley. Yes. Truly, sincerely, that was so much fun. I feel like every single person who listens to the show, I would be friends with in real life. So, like, it was the best to be able to talk with you and celebrate with you. And like, how exciting is it that, you know, we have our first phone a friend baby. Congratulations, Michelle. We are invested now, okay? We are in this pregnancy together. We're all in our first trimester along with you, Michelle. And I'm gonna, you know, be tracking your progress throughout the pregnancy. And I hope you consider naming that baby phony, okay? It's cute, it's unique. I think it works for a boy or a girl. After the break, a holiday gift for your ears. My personal boy band debuts a phone a friend holiday banger next. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And here's the deal, phonies. We are taking a little time off for the holidays, but we'll be reposting some of our favorite episodes to get you through the next couple of weeks. And then in January, we're debuting something called Mid-Season Bangers, where I'll be checking in weekly to sort of say hi, give you life updates, pop culture reactions, and play some of my favorite conversations from some of my favorite phone of friends. And then we'll be back with season two before you know it. Uh, my holiday plans are... are there are a lot this year. We're going to Mexico this week. Uh, I'm going on a Sunwing vacation with uh, my family. We're also bringing my dad, who could be helpful, could also be like a fourth child, TBD. I will be posting updates from there. And then we're hosting my my entire family at our house for Christmas. So it's going to be a lot. I don't know if it's going to be like the restful. I don't know if I'm going to get my 14 hours of sleep like Dakota Johnson this holiday season, but I'm excited to just have some like some good old-fashioned family time, you know? And I hope you get the same. And now, phonies, 
I wanted to leave you all with a gift from myself and my personal boy band, a.k.a. Jay Malinowski, who I am so grateful for. He does our theme song here on Phone a Friend. He does all of our music. And he has blessed us with the gift of our first ever Phone a Friend holiday single. It is a sexy holiday love song for you phonies. This is It's Been a Year. This time of year When the snow comes falling down I look at you And hope a mistletoe is around And as I look back on our time together I shed a single tear Cause it's not just been a week It's been a year So let's deck the Whisper some of my favorite moments of this year in your ear. Night sweats, pitbull, flow rider too. You wanted that purple wiggle all over you. Chris Kirkpatrick took our call. Hot divorce summer, hot divorce fall. We found out what's hot on TikTok. And also how to silently walk. Talk to stars and lawyers, tweens, singers, realtors, and even drag queens. All the cast of Selling Sunset showed their badass business mindset. You left voicemails and a review. That's why I'll always love you. holiday. Thank you, Jason, as always. Thank you. Happy holidays. Happy season one. Yes. Happy season one. Love you so much. Thank you, phonies, for listening. Take some time for you this holiday. Sleep for 14 hours if you can. Fuck that Christmas card if it's stressful. I will be back whispering sweet nothings in your ear in January. So happy holidays. We'll talk in the new year. Talk in the new year. Bye. Bye. Merry Christmas, baby girl, you know that I love you So let's look back on the year with happy cheer Cause you're my thirsty, elder, millennial, phony dear Let's phone a friend Phone a friend was created by our mommy, Jessie Quixie the executive producers are Jesse Cruikshank and Jason Yanba.
the technical producer is Rob Perra. The amazing theme song and sexy interludes are by Jay Melanowski from Badwin Soundclash. Phonofriend is part of the Acast Creator Network. Credits are by us, Ray Gatika and Real Gatika. We're her kids. That's crazy, right? Wow, you're still listening? Okay, see you next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.